Hey there, I'm Caitlin Daly, and you're listening to Listen Up, where we show you how to get more out of the music you love. Today, we're looking at two important building blocks of music, rhythm and meter. Have you ever heard someone say, that song has an awesome beat? We all know what they mean. The song has an infectious quality that makes you want to get up and dance. But by the end of this episode, I want to start a national movement to change that saying to, that song has an awesome rhythm. This is because a song's beat and a music line's rhythm are two completely different things. Although the song's meter and beat pattern provide the framework for the song's rhythm, they are two very different concepts. Whoa, this is getting serious really fast. Let's slow things down. A song's meter is a complex system whose foundation is the beat. The beat is the song's most basic, regular pulse. The cool thing about beats is that they're found in lots of aspects of life. Think about car alarms, or police sirens, or phone rings, the old-fashioned kind, not the ringtones we have today. Actually, our perception of beats goes all the way back to us being inside of our mothers. The first beat you'll ever hear is your mother's heartbeat when your ears develop at around 18 to 20 weeks in utero. A mother's heartbeat has the ability to calm an infant when placed on her chest after birth. Imagine how soothing it must be to hear that familiar pulsing sound for the first time on the outside. There's no textbook way to find the beat of the song. See if you can find the beat to this song by clapping or tapping along. betting that most of you started clapping along with a steady pulse pretty quickly. Let me see if I can guess which pattern you clapped. I'll have my friend Kat Benatar help call out the beats on this one. If you clapped on this beat, good for you. You found a special type of beat called the backbeat. This is a specific type of pattern that is found in pop music going all the way back to the 50s when rock and roll first started. The emphasis is on every other beat. You can hear a backbeat in the music of Elvis. And in Snoop Dogg. With so much drama in the LBC, it's kind of hard being Snoop D-O-double-G, but I... And even in the Golden Girls theme song. And if you throw a party, invited everyone you While you may have found the backbeat, it's important to find the true beat of the song, as this will help you establish all those other layers that come with finding the meter. If your brain is drawn to the song's backbeat, you can now just fill in those alternating beats to create a regular pulse. Listen to this song and see if you can pick out the beat. Cat Benatar will help you out. I thought I saw a man brought to life. He was warm, he came around, like he was dignified. Yikes, that's a lot of meowing. Cat, are you tired? Okay, I'll have Dr. Beat step in from here on out. Now that you can find the beat, you'll be able to pick out the other layers that help create the song's meter. The next layer we'll talk about is called a beat subdivision, and that has to do with the even smaller pulses that are found within those beats that you've been tapping. A beat subdivision can either be simple, meaning the beat breaks neatly into two, 
or compounds, meaning the beat breaks into three. First, let's hear what a simple subdivision sounds like. We'll definitely need Dr. Beat's help on this one. I'll start playing this musical sample, and you should work on finding the beat. After a bit, Dr. Beat will hop in and help show you the subdivision. Tengo la camisa negra, hoy mi amor está de luto. Hoy tengo en el alma una pena y es por culpa de tu Did you hear how Dr. Beat was able to break each beat into two equal parts? One and two and three and four and. That's how you know this song has a simple subdivision. Each beat can be split into two. In contrast, a song with a compound subdivision can be divided into three equal parts. I'll do the same thing as the last sample. Let you start out trying to find the beat and then have Dr. Beat come in to help out. How fickle my heart and how woozy my eyes. I struggle to find any truth in your life. As a way of cross-checking your answers, you can always try substituting in the other subdivision to see if it fits or not. It's kind of like putting a shoe on the wrong foot. You can just feel it. For example, listen to La Camisa Negra again. This time, listen to Dr. Beat trying to fit in a compound beat behind it. Sounds terrible, doesn't it? It's because it doesn't fit. Likewise, take a listen to Awake My Soul with a simple beat behind it. How fickle my heart and how woozy my eyes I struggle to find any truth in your lies That was terrible too! Let's see if you can determine this subdivision. How'd it go? Did you hear the three pulses within the beat? That means it was a compound subdivision. Sometimes people also put in offbeats, which is when the second half of the subdivision is accented using a different sound. For example, listen to this song where the stomping is on the beats, but the clapping is on the offbeats. Now that you can hear the beat and break it up into smaller pieces, the subdivision, I want you to think about going in the opposite direction and going bigger than the beat. This is where we talk about meter. A song's meter is a grouping of beats that creates a pattern. This is where we're really going to talk about accents, which are beats that are emphasized more than their counterparts. Now, beats can be accented in different ways. One way to accent is by lengthening notes. Have you ever heard my favorite character, Sheldon Cooper, from The Big Bang Theory's favorite song? Soft kitty, warm kitty, little ball of fun. Notice how at the beginning, the word soft is twice as long as the two syllables in kitty. Our brain processes this as an accent, and this pattern is repeated right after with warm kitty. So really what your brain is hearing is long, short, short, long, short, short. Because that rhythm goes one, two, one, two, one, two, that means that there are two beats in this pattern, and we call this duple meter. We also call that heavy one the downbeat, and downbeats are found in every type of meter. In fact, finding the downbeat and counting the beats in between is a great way to figure out the meter of a song. Another way that composers and songwriters accent downbeats is with pitches. In the Nutcracker's Waltz of the Flowers, we can hear the low strings going bum, 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 bum. 
Another way that composers and songwriters use accents is with lyrics. Languages have different rhythms found in them too. Remember back to your high school English class when your teacher would have you tapping out the stressed and unstressed syllables while reading Shakespeare? But soft, what light through yonder window breaks? Song lyrics act the same way, with downbeats usually coming on accented syllables. Take a listen to these lyrics. When I'm a-walking, I strut my stuff, and I'm so strung out. You can hear those words are accented even when I'm speaking the lines. Now take a listen to the music. When I'm a-walking, I strut my stuff, and I'm so strung out. Because there are four beats in that pattern, we say that the meter is quadruple. Now, sometimes it's hard to tell the difference between a song that's in duple and one that's in quadruple. Rapper Eminem is a master at accenting different words within a meter. In this song, the beat is quadruple, but he's accenting every other word on the backbeat, making the lyrics sound like they're in duple. So, you've got beats, subdivisions, breaking those beats up into smaller pulses, and meters, when you group the beats together into a pattern. So let's figure out how you can use this info to wow people. Let's say this song comes on at your next dinner party. Father's bigger to your daughters. Daughters will love like you do. First, you find the subdivision. Father's bigger to your daughters. Daughters will love like you do. You're right, it's compound. Next, you'd find the meter. Father's bigger to your daughters. Daughters will love like you do. Good call, it's duple. This is when you turn to your model date and say, what a wonderful use of compound duple. Clearly, your date would be very impressed. Remember at the beginning of this episode when I said that some people confuse rhythm and meter? It's next to impossible for someone to figure out the song just by hearing its meter. For example, I'm going to give you a meter. Can you guess the song? Dun, 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 dun. Kind of hard, huh? But when I give you the rhythm of the song, I think it should be easier. If you guess jingle bells, you're correct. So note lengths or rhythms are different from the meter or structure of the song. Rhythms can also be memorable in their own right. Have you ever heard this rhythm before? This break is so famous that it has its own name, the Funky Drummer. It was the brainchild of James Brown's drummer, Clyde Stubblefield. It's actually one of the most sampled music rhythms in the industry. Here it is in a sublime song. As I was walking down and a Nicki Minaj song, although it's sped up. It's actually so famous that James Brown's estate employs lawyers who listen for the sample in all different types of records so that they can collect the royalties that are owed to them. Isn't it interesting that your brain was able to recognize that rhythm so quickly? You can thank your putainment for this. 
The butamen is part of the basal ganglia in your brain, which regulates movement, like helping us walk, as well as processing language and sounds. Until recently, scientists were trying to figure out if the putamen processes rhythm as it was happening, or if it only helped the brain recognize rhythms that it had already heard. But in 2013, they did testing using fMRI imaging and were able to determine that the putamen is only active when the brain has heard a particular rhythm more than once. Interestingly, the putamen is also active when we are recreating the rhythm in our memory, not just when we're hearing the music live. This actually has huge implications for Parkinson's disease, as this disease affects people's abilities to produce rhythms in their minds, as well as moving their bodies and processing language. So thank your putamen next time you're grooving to a sweet beat. One cool concept that people do is switching back and forth between meters in sections of a song. Listen to this popular song from the Goo Goo Dolls. Most of the song is in compound duple. Listen to the subdivision and the meter. And I don't want the world to see me Cause I don't think that they'd understand But in the breakdown section found in the middle, they switch between compound and simple subdivisions. Take a listen here. throw off a listener's ears when they realize what's going on. This last example of rhythm and meter is a cool one that I think will help change how you listen to music. One of the most recognizable musicals is Leonard Bernstein's West Side Story, which is a Romeo and Juliet tale about a young interracial couple from New York who fall in love. Do you remember this famous song? I like to be in America, okay by me in America, everything free in America, for a small fee in America. If you listen closely, you can hear the rhythm cross over between compound duple and simple triple. Here, I'll count it off for you. One, two, three, four, five, six. 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 Now think about the whole concept of the musical. A Puerto Rican girl and a white boy fall in love and their whole worlds crash back and forth between them. How amazing that Bernstein chose to write two contrasting subdivisions in meters. Kind of brings a whole deeper meaning to that rhythm now, doesn't it? Take a longer listen. Life can be bright in America. If you can fight in America. Life is alright in America. If you're all white in America. Well, I hope you enjoyed learning about rhythm and meter. Join us next time as we talk about harmony and this awesome song. Listen Up is produced by Nelson Vandenberg and Katie Russo and presented by the New Haven Symphony Orchestra in partnership with the University of New Haven and WNHU 88.7 FM. For more, visit newhavensymphony.org.